Welcome to the Digital Bosses Podcast with Josen and Claire. Our definition of be your own boss means showing up for yourself so you can show up for everyone and everything personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. We created the Digital Bosses Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you start, grow, and build a purposeful online business. If you are a business owner, creator, looking to build an impactful brand that makes a difference, you are in the right place. So let's say in into one of the most useful episodes i would say you will come in your way we're talking about money management we're talking about taxes everything that each and every single business owner needs at this time and place and i am joined by my co-host claire how are you claire i am feeling fabulous oh my god i'm so excited about this topic and i think this is going to be beneficial for lots of people even of of course as myself because you know as a business owner, we're always trying to make more, uh, cut more, and uh, be really strategic the way how we spend. So I'm super excited. Thank you. Thank you, first of all, for Nantran, for joining our Digital Bosses podcast today. And we are so excited to have you. I mean, we connected several months ago. And obviously, I mean, I heard about your backgrounds and how you have also shifted yourself as a financial Director, advisors, you know, you've been in the financial industry for, I guess, you know, 20 something years. And then you started to also ship yourself as an entrepreneur as well. And then you started to build your business during COVID, if I, if that's right. So I want to allow you to kind of talk to us, you know, share a little bit of your background and what is your superpowers? Well, thank you. Um, I am a CPA. By profession and I'm a debt and wealth strategist. Uh, I was in the financial industry for uh, 23 years, a former auditor for one of the big four CPA firm, running accounting departments for 23 years, managing accounting department. But my heart was always been in the uh, in business world, entrepreneurs. I had multiple business on the side while I was working in corporate and uh, always felt that I was meant to go work as an entrepreneur. And when COVID happened, I took the leap and left corporate as part of the great resonation. <laughs> and uh, after that, uh, I now I have about seven plus businesses running at the same time. I just love it. And I just teach people, empower people to understand their financial health, help them make money, save money, protect their money and eliminate debt, uh, tax-free and risk-free. I love this. And I want to ask you, when it comes to money, money can be a very uncomfortable topic for entrepreneurs, also a very dangerous topic for a lot of entrepreneurs, and you coming from seven different business ventures. I want to ask you, at this time when there is a recording going on, it is tax period. So how do we protect money as business owners? Well, for business owners, uh, it's awesome to be a business owner because you get to deduct your taxes that you're able to shift from a personal person. If you were an individual, you can't deduct some of the expenses uh, that you can uh, shift over to a business. For instance, if you are a business owner and you're buying a laptop for your business, you can deduct that. If you were an individual, you wouldn't be able to deduct that laptop, right? And sometimes when you're if you're traveling and you can... Uh, have travel expenses, you can go to a conference and those are tax deductible. And if you were to put in a little time personally while you're on a business conference, that's okay. So that's fully tax deductible. 
So really understanding what is tax deductible on the business side to take advantage of all that uh, to be able to deduct and lower your taxes. Absolutely. And I agree with you. When I started working for myself, I started working um, as a freelancer back in 2018. And I was living in the UK. Of course, rules are different between the UK and the US and Canada. I currently live in America as well. So I'm learning as I go as well, because the rules here apply differently. So there are so many things here you can expense for the business owner that you couldn't um, expense in the UK. So it, it has been a learning process for me, which is why I was really looking forward to be part of the show today. But also for anyone listening, I want you to know we are in the same boat because I am new to the US and I'm learning as you are. So that's really cool. And that's a learning experience for all taxes and being able to understand exactly what you can claim back, what you cannot claim back is good. So can you bring maybe the laptop is a very good example that could turn into a business expense. What are all the things that, in your experience, people never remember to claim back? Oh my goodness, you're, uh, if you were to have an office in your house, right, that portion prorated of your office is tax deductible. And portion of if you're using the internet for your business, that's tax deductible. If you're using your car, those are tax deductible. So there's different things like that that we don't think about that are tax deductible. You prorate what you use uh, in your house that you use for your business. You know, your your office expense, that's what you have to operate. Because a lot of us right now, we're working from home. Right. And that is, uh, it's an office. What do you convert a room to an office? That's tax deductible. So you got to think of those are where people miss of those track deduction in your home that you're using as part of your business. That's so interesting to me because I, for example, one of the biggest thing, and then I'm going to leave the mic to Claire, what is really interesting to me, it's here in America, you have to fill your own taxes regardless you're working for a business, uh, regardless you're working for a company, you work for yourself, you still have to do your own taxes, something that is very different in the UK. Because if you're working for a company, they will do your taxes, you don't have to worry about it. And when you work for yourself, you have to do it yourself. So when I came here and, you know, I was in a situation where I thought I was have to fill my own taxes because I work for myself. But then I realized that my friend that doesn't and he has, he works in corporate. So by the way, I'm spending the weekend doing my taxes. So, well, isn't it your business to put it for you? I said, no, it doesn't work like this in the, in the U.S. So it, it is really interesting. I don't know if you, Claire, have this experience as well because you live in Europe. Right. Um, okay. So first of all, why the taxes part, especially, you know, it's around the corner that we, it's time to fill your tax. And I don't really like to do personal tax <laughs> because, you know, in the past when you used to work in corporate and then they just give you a, a statement, right? And then you just give it to your accountant and then that's it. You don't think about, oh, as a business owner, what can you cut down your expenses when you mentioned about the laptop, the office space, the supplies, and then oh, even going now for eating, those can be actually the expenses. And I, I've been learning a lot because since I started to also operate a very small business myself, I'm like, oh my God, I, I am learning so much. Like you literally think that uh, a lot of receipts I started to collect because usually I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just going to throw all those receipts. And for then... I have to say I can totally uh, ex resonate, um, you know, because the way how we do tax when you're an entrepreneur and when you work for in office, the mindset is very different. And that actually, uh, I would like to ask you a question, Nance. You know why? Because you obviously shift your business during COVID as well. And uh, I would like you to share us 
you know, how do we face a reception as a business owner? Because the last couple of years, some people have been striving and some people been struggling. And um, from your point of view, how can we actually still, you know, um, save and still make the revenue, even though we're facing the receptions as a business owner? For me, it's important to really understand your business, what type of business you have. Do you have a transactional business or residual business? And transactional business is at, at the end of the day, you have to trade your time for money. You're, there's a transaction that you have to uh, have in order for you to make money, right? A residual business is a business where if you're not working, your money is still coming in. People are working, you're working cum cumulatively, like if a network business or a subscription business or something like that where someone has a subscription and on a monthly basis, no matter what, you're getting a residual income from that subscription business. Uh, so for transactional business, that's like a restaurant where you, there is a risk because if COVID shuts down, you can't open, you have to close your shop, right? And so that's where you have to really look at your business and think of strategies so ways where you can have multiple streams of income to protect yourselves uh, and then have a backup plan of a backup plan so that in case something happens, then you have a stream of income available for you and not just stuck with one stream of income. Uh, and for me, multiple streams of income is very important. Hey, it's Claire here. How's going? Are you enjoying the episode today? And what is your biggest takeaway? If you like what you're listening and make sure that you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We value your feedback and let us know how we can improve. And now, back to the show. I absolutely. I love the fact that you shared the key difference between these types of businesses, especially, you know, if we have learned something during COVID, it's there were some business that, which, you know, income and revenue was out of their control due to the situation. So having that mindset of, okay, what is an alternative? What is a plan B? I think it's a very good mindset to have. Something that um, a lot of business owners do not understand at the very beginning of their journey. And there was a very interesting article I read about online and it was the difference between an employee mentality and a CEO mentality. And an employee mentality is when you are only relying on one revenue stream and how you're going to get paid because you've always been an employee. You always had one fixed income that was satisfying for you and that was it. And then when things go wrong, you don't have a plan B. And that's where the CEO mentality comes up. And it's when you start to understand the potential and the opportunity that there is when you have elasticity in your um, revenue stream. So that's really interesting. And thank you so much for sharing that. But I also have something that I want to clarify for anyone listening, because I know when we went on a call together before the podcast, you shared something with me, which I thought was really interesting. It was, it was the difference between active income versus residual income. And I would love you to clarify that for anyone listening, if they don't know what that is and how does that work. And let's just talk about active income. Active income, you're actively earning, right? Let's say you're, you're a wage earner. You're a W-2. You're actively earning income. You're trading your time for money. That's active income, engaging in what you're doing, time for money, right? Residual income is not really, if you're not working, 
as I, I explained, let's say you're in a network marketing business and you have multiple people in the business with you. And when you, uh, you go into the business, you sign up, then somebody signs up under you as part of your network, right? You get a residual from the team of people who keep signing up. So then let's say you stop signing up somebody, the people underneath you that's still signing up, you're still getting a residual income from that signups, from those enrollments because of the way the compensation plan is, is set up. Right? And that's where a lot of us, if we're W-2 earners or we have a restaurant, that's our only stream of income. That's an active income. You have to sell something. You have to make food. You have to be out there selling it in order for you to actively have money, right? Imagine, let's say if you had, um, so for restaurant owners, you can't have, how do you have a residual income? You can't because you just still have to cook and you have to trade that service and, and the act of giving somebody food to make money, right? So that's where understanding how your money is generated. I love what you be sure. Can we budget strategically? Because I think this is something I personally have struggled. I mean, I never studied business, you know, and I have always been employed by companies. So I always just have like an active income. Um, that was my mind in the past. So when I started to, you know, um, building my business, I was frustrated. I was like, oh my God, how, you know, how do I budget myself, you know, and then how can I save more? And then I took some of my own saving as well. But then I realized a lot of people just like me, you know, not everyone has that talent when it comes to math because I personally is terrible. I am terrible with numbers. Okay. And uh, I would love you to actually share what are the strategy, especially for spawners as a startup, and how can we actually budget better? What is the meaning of a budget, right? The budget is to be able to understand your business. What are the income, right? The, what, how are you making money? What are the income coming in? And what are the expenses going out? So if you understand the income coming in, let's say the, the, the uh, restaurant business, how are you making money? You're selling by per cost of your food. So if you're selling per cost for your food, you know how many customers you have to sell. What's the average cost that you have to make to to per day, right? So you budget per month. What's how much based on the customer, how much you can get revenue-wise per day, per month to calculate it out. And what are your total expenses? What are your expenses that incur in a restaurant? So a restaurant has what? Employees, right? It has the cost of food. It has uh, all the, the supplies and everything. So if you understand all your costs, you have to strategically plan how much cost, how many customers you're going to have and how what's your total cost to create a whole annual plan of budget for your company. I love what you are sharing here, Nan, because I think a lot of business owners, especially sometimes that, you know, when you first shift and building your own business, you have that big dream. You're like, oh my God, you know, it's, I, I want to make lots of money. It seems so easy from other people. And especially on social media, everyone is always buffed. Like, oh, hey, you know, be a business owner, be an entrepreneur. I can make six, seven figures. But not many people talk about strategically of how to budget. You need to very clearly understand what is your business? What are the expenses? I mean, I'm still learning. I'm still learning with Joe every single day. And I now know better uh, of like, okay, 
I need to first become an accountant of my own. And then I'm learning of like, okay, what are something that, you know, I can cut down? What are the budget? And then et cetera. And I think this is very helpful for lots of, uh, you know, freelancers, solo entrepreneurs, or even as a startup, or even you are in the corporate space and you're being thinking, hey, I really want to take the adventure of open up my own business. I really hope that you will find this very valuable. And my last question for you is how to pay out my personal debt and build wealth at the same time? Because I this is a question a lot of people often, they're afraid to ask because everyone has some debt, right? For example, line of credit, uh, credit card, or, you know, you borrow money to start your own business and you still have like regular expenses or maybe you have student loans, etc. So I would like you to share that. How can we balance it all by paying off some debt and it still be wills at the same time and still continue to thrive the business? There's multiple strategies that we're not being taught on how to manage debt. So the three biggest risks we have is what? Debt, inflation, and taxes, right? So debt is huge where people are not realizing the impact that debt has on you and credit card companies or keep charging you more and more interest rate. So I'm going to teach you a couple basic financial literacy, understanding the rule of 72. Rule 72, if you take 72 divided by the interest rate equal the result is the number of years your money will double. And it applies the same to your debt or you're making money. So let's say if you are, the bank pays you 1% and you put uh, a lot of money into the bank at 1%. Use 72 divided by 1 is, 70, is 72 years for the number of years your money is going to double. So the bank takes your money and lends it out, your credit card, etc., at what? 18%. 72 divided by 18% every four years or so, their money doubles. So they're making money from you by doubling their money faster. So if you understand, if you're going to carry all those debt, you're going to spend more money incur more cost in, in your money accumulation that you're losing to the bank. So there are strategies of insurance product where you can take that money, put it into an insurance product where you're able to build wealth at the same time where we teach you strategies of paying, of putting money into the insurance product. Nothing has changed in your lifestyle. You're just shifting money into insurance product. You have an insurance policy. And you take that insurance policy, the money that you have in the cash value, pay off the same debt, but that money is still earning in the market. So you're building wealth and paying off debt at the same time. That's not being taught. No one is understanding that's a different strategy that the wealthy people, affluent people, have been using for a long, long time where they're building their wealth using other people's money. Because you're really not using your money. You're using the insurance money and, you know, you're paying yourself back with the interest and while your money's still earning in the crediting strategies that's out there. So that's just very important that you talk to someone who can explain these different strategies for you. And really looking at your whole financial plan as a roadmap to your future. Because when you go somewhere, you don't know where to go. You have a GPS, right? So you put it into a GPS. And then you go to where your destination is. Your finances is very important. You gotta have a GPS to your finances. You gotta have a roadmap. How are you planning your retirement? 
how you're planning when the distribution come in from all your different retirement or all your stream of income. All those things are very important to look at because you don't want to just play hooky and wait till the last minute and then you don't have a backup plan and then you end up suffering because you don't have enough money, ran out of money, or you had cancer or something happened or you had too much debt. So those are just things that you have to talk to someone who can share strategies with you. It's very important that you understand strategies. Well, I have to say, um, I need to go back and look at every single little detail uh, of the business, you know, from operations and then understand my personal dev and things that, uh, how can I be well at the same time? And I do agree that the insurance things, that is also something I've learned um, the last several years. And I really do encourage, you know, when you build a business, you do end of the day is about building wealth. So if you are not working smart and you're not, you know, strategically plan your money right, you're going to just be and not the same. Even you're a business owner, but, you know, you're not actually creating more wealth for yourself. And I think the end of the day, to be a smart entrepreneur, be a smart business, you need to really plan wisely of how to budget strategically just like no one say. Uh, so before we wrap up this conversation, how can the listeners find you and want to find out more way to empower their financial health? Uh, I'm here in uh, San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, I have a website. It's NOC, N-G-O-C, middle initial T. Last name is Tran, T-R-A-N.com. So you can find me on my website at Tran. Dot com, uh, and you can book an appointment with me and we can sit down and really evaluate your financial and see what do you want to do, what do you want to achieve. Um, and I'm also on social media too, on LinkedIn and Facebook. All right, that is it for today. Now, that was a jam-packed episode full of value just for you. But let me tell you a secret. The best conversations actually happen after the show over at the Digital Bosses page on Instagram. You're more than welcome to join the tribe there. We have incredible conversations and it's full of action taker business owners just like you. So we cannot wait to see you there. Plus, if you are looking to support us and you would like to let us know what are your thoughts about today's show, Take a screenshot of the episode, tag us on your Instagram story, and let us know your feedback. We share each and every one of our listeners, and we cannot wait to share yours too. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you with Claire, same time, same place, next week.